I tried to say what's up everybody and my voice didn't come out. That's so awkward. I know it sounds a little bit better. My voice does, but what is up everybody? I guess I can't do high notes. Um, it's Grace, uh, grobs underscore Boston on Twitter. I'll let my beautiful and incredible friend introduce herself. Hi everybody. I'm Lauren Boss Bruins HC on Twitter. Happy World Smile Day. Is that what it Even is? Even though it's 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 gonna be later when you all listen to this, but oh yeah, today, October sixth. I think it's the first Friday of October is World Smile Day, and do you know where the smiley face originated? No. Worcester, Massachusetts. Like the emoticon? <laughs> like the literal smile. What? Why did that originate in Worcester? I don't, I was just looking it up because I walked out of my exam this morning. Okay. And there was like a table and it said World Smile Day. And I had heard that the smiley face was like it had originated in Worcester. It was indigenous but I never, to Worcester. <laughs> <laughs> but I never looked it up. So apparently Harvey Ball was a commercial artist from Worcester and he created the smiley face in 1963 and it became the most recognizable symbol of goodwill and good cheer on this planet. Wow, that is such an interesting little trivia factoid. I love it. Oh, well, speaking of little trivia factoids, um, a bunch of people... Uh, or a bunch of people, a couple of people sent in in response to our last episode, which I love because, um, like, it means that people actually pay attention to us and care about the things that we do. But I was going to say that um, one of the things that somebody mentioned, uh, which was, it was on our last episode. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, but okay, at least one of the ones was from our friend Kevin, um, Smith B. Kevin on Twitter, who told us that the Predators got their name because they found a saber-toothed tiger under the bank um, that they tore down to build the arena there called Bridgestone Arena. And then Dallas is the stars because Minnesota is the North Star State. No, that doesn't make... Oh, and Norm Green took it to Texas because he couldn't stop... Oh, (laughs) are you reading this as I'm reading it? Girl. Thanks, Kevin. Um basically it says that Norm Green took it to Texas because he couldn't stop doing terrible things to women. And so he fled to Dallas. It's not funny, but it's just funny that it took me all the way through that sentence to get there. Um the blue jackets. Uh, pay tribute to the people from Ohio who died in the Civil War. Um, oh, and okay. the Union uniforms were made in Columbus. Oh. Um, so thank you for uh, throwing that out there, uh, Kevin. We appreciate it. That's so fun. <laughs> um, somebody oh else. What? I'm pretty sure Bobby just literally just sent in a question. Oh, is it the one at the bottom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, we'll get we'll do that one. Um, yeah. but uh, Jake Brower on uh, Twitter said um, the Canucks about the Canucks and the Penguins. So he said the logo for the Canucks is the logo of its ownership team called Orca Bay Sports and Entertainment. Oh. Um, 
And then the, then he, this is his tweet verbatim. The only thing more confusing than the fact that there are no penguins in Pittsburgh outside the zoo, probably, is that when they were first admitted into the NHL, they were put into the West along with the other expansion teams, even though Toronto is further West than Pennsylvania. Wow. So little factoids that we got from people. Thank you for doing I, that. Because obviously, I love this. Look it up. Right? Tell me more things. I know, you we're stupid. What was we're that? Just, we're just we're just girls. We're just girly girls. We're stupid. There's brain empty, head head empty. Um, at any rate, tonight I'm going to my it's my friend's birthday, and he is renting a party bus, which I don't know what to expect on that. Um, but to go to Raleigh, and I'm just like, I don't know why. I know Raleigh's a big city. I know that the odds that I run into Seth Jarvis again are slim to none. But if I did, I think I would walk home. I would walk the 30 yeah. miles home from Raleigh. I would do that. I would buy him a beer, though, because I do feel bad. On principle, I think that I do owe him one Coors Light because I do feel bad. But anyway. Don't. I do, though. Like, I know he has tons of money. He doesn't need it. But at the same time, it's like, that was my fault. You know? I'm a bitch. And I'm trying to be no, nicer. No, it was his fault. I'm d- First, what? Um, I'm... I'm doing this thing where I'm trying to be nicer in general. Don't. Because um, <laughs> I'm Don't a bitch that. all the time. Um, anyway, let's get to the show. Um, so we have a lot Cheers. of talk. Lot, lot, what? Cheers. Do, do you have an alcohol? Do you have an alcohol have... beverage? Oh, wait, we need. Have you tried them yet? No. Oh, you got to at least try one. Today. Yes, do it. Open her up. I'm going to try, is... try all of them. Yes. Lauren is holding I don't know the... Who um... Then you're never going to study. Lauren is trying the spiked yeah. iced coffees. You need to try one on live. We need the live reaction. Which one are you going to try? I'm going to try all of them live. Okay. Well, which one are you going to start with? Um, For beginning of the episode. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Okay. Duncan, by the way, if you want to sponsor us, like we would be totally cool with that. I literally... I see you guys every day. Like Lorna um, started this trend of people being excited about the spiked, I did spiked Dunkin' drinks. Like she posted that, and then it was all over Instagram. It was all over Twitter. Yes, you literally look up look up my tag, and it's literally everywhere. Um, but anyways, so I've tried the teas. I like the teas, but we now have coffees. They have the original mocha, caramel, and vanilla. So I think I'm gonna start with the original. So you gotta tell go... me, can I? Can you turn and look at the ingredients for me and tell me, is there any sort of like cream or milk in them? Because I, I just again like black coffee with like fucking vodka in it is all I'm picturing, and I think that that would be nasty. No, it's it, it's malt. Oh. Okay, so it's gonna be like you know, you know, they're like coffee beers, you know, beers that are like, yeah, have like a coffee like made of like Java beans or whatever. Um, okay, okay, all right. So which one are you gonna start with? Original. All right. All right. Let's. Yeah. Go ahead. Crack her open. I'm, do it I'm in so the. Excited. Do it. Do it in the microphone so we get ASMR. Oh yeah, that was good. Is it fizzy? It can't be fizzy. Um, not very. It smells suspicious. I'm what not gonna lie like? to you. What does it smell like? Um, 
a lot more like just straight up malt than it does coffee. Okay. So it smells so like a I'm beer like, type thing. Yeah. Okay. I am so excited. Okay. Okay. Not the best, but it <laughs> to me it kind of tastes like a more beanie um twisted tea minus like the like the tea uh, part that but it's also been left out for like three days <laughs> are they are they cold oh uh, yeah they're cold huh. it's not bad okay i, I didn't have i didn't have the highest hope for this one just because it's yeah like, just coffee but. and i feel like the tea is set probably pretty high expectations because they were good i could drink it yeah. I gotta get my hands on these on any of these. I would love if somebody would send me some. Oh. I will pay you to try them. Um, my my shaws, hmm. like I swear they put things out early, because I, I haven't seen these. I think anywhere. shaws should sponsor us too. We we talk a lot I of shaws on here, and for those of you who aren't around, the shaws is, it's like it's the same brand as Jewel and Stop and Shop. So if you know any of those, it's like the same thing but the New England version. Um, we do talk a lot about Shaw's too. Uh, are you about to try? Oh, you're. We're just opening all of them. Which one is this? This is Mocha. I have okay. higher expectations. Okay, I would too. Okay, smell it first. We gotta do a smell test. Mm, it smells like Mocha. Okay, the I mocha like that. Definitely okay. is stronger than the malt and like the coffee. Okay, Mocha's doing the heavy lifting. Okay, that's pretty good. Oh. It definitely has a little bit of an aftertaste, but like that's okay. what I expect because coffee kind of has an aftertaste. Yeah. Okay, but it's um, better than the first one. We're, we're it's confident. much better. It's much better than the first one. Okay. Um, I like it. Okay. Okay. All right. What are there? What are we have vanilla and a caramel? Yeah, I'm keeping caramel for last because caramel is like what I drink. Oh, on that kind of scares me. Caramel, I feel like. I, is- <laughs> I don't know. All right, but let's let's see vanilla. <laughs> I love the ASMR. <laughs> okay, this one this one smells more malty. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, vanilla is yeah. kind of a su- more. Like, yeah, it's subtle. Okay, go ahead. Wait, I feel like I need to like cleanse my palate. Oh, I was about to say cleanse your palate. Yeah, get some water in here. What am I here. doing? I know none of you can see this like happening, but as Lauren's doing this, I am sitting and eating popcorn. So it's almost like I'm watching a movie. Like I'm witnessing this in real time. It's like a movie. <laughs> Everybody is so jealous that they can't watch this right now. Maybe we should start recording these, honestly. We look stupid all the time, but. This is true. Okay. I didn't try this one yet, no. All right. That one was pretty smooth, actually. Oh, okay. It wasn't bad. Okay. I think it's also just like it's hard to compare these to anything else because I don't normally have coffee flavored alcohol. So it's like it's gonna be different. It's gonna taste That's different. That's fair. But That's fair. Okay. And once you do the last one, then we'll do the full rank. Because that's important. But cleanse, cleanse the ballot, of course. Yes, 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 ma'am. 
This is so fun. That tastes like caramel. I mean, smells like caramel, for mm-hmm. sure. I'm, I'm almost nervous. <laughs> like, I don't like being let down. I usually caramel have low so expectations. Wrong. I know caramel it can. Could go so wrong here. At least you say caramel, not caramel. Wait, or what do like you say? Caramel. I say caramel. Yeah, but like we were talking about this in my class because the Canadians say things weird. Yeah, I was. I always anybody who hasn't done it should go. If you have a New York Times subscription, you might be able to do it without it. They have a. It's called like how use y'all and you talk, or some combination of those three words. Um, and it's like like 25 questions of different ways of saying things and it's like very scary accurate telling you where you are from um like it i I don't know i don't think it like has anything in maine anyway it's also been kind of funny to see i've done it like i've after each place i've lived in so it's been kind of funny to see how my like the way i talk has evolved because like when i'm you know when i was in michigan i developed sort of this like little midwestern thing that i didn't even notice until somebody really started pointing it out to me the other day and then like y'all obviously i picked up i don't think i picked up anything in jacksonville a because they don't talk weird and b because i wasn't there for too long but all right lauren okay this is the moment cheers that's good oh that's really good really it tastes like i just went to duncan and just put some malt in my coffee what's the abv on these is it like four or five percent six that's a lot that's pretty good oh god now i have to rank them this is yeah now you have to rank them and now you have four open cans of alcohol in front of you miss i'm gonna study i also have i also have like 20 hours of anatomy to go through yeah that's not ideal um, all right, so let's let's do the rankings here. I'm so excited. This was such this is so good. We should start doing this more often. Like just like taste test or drink test things. Well, I'm waiting for the day that we finally hang out and then we just go to like a wine place or something. Real. We should do a live when we're in person together, we should do like a live recording, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. All right. I think. I think the hardest thing between these two is going to be between the vanilla and the mocha because I feel like I have my least and my favorite down. Okay, so I... Okay. Do we have a final answer? We have a verdict. So, my favorite, number one, is the caramel. Number two is vanilla. Oh, which I didn't expect, but I'll take yeah. it. Three is the mocha. I will say two and three, very close. And then four is the original. Didn't really do too much for me, but it was pretty solid. I mean, all right. You're still giving the cake to the teas, though. Yeah. Well, I think that's easier because, you know, the market for teas is probably so much larger than the market. For yeah, that's coffee. Fair. Coffee's mm-hmm. hard. Well, Unless yeah, you're, like I doing can, Bailey's, because I feel like um, I appreciate because, like I was saying, there are a lot of like you know like beers out there that are marketed as like having like a coffee twist. Like there are tons of like you know that sort of thing. But I appreciate that 
Duncan is really branding this as like hard coffee, which I don't know that there mm-hmm. is really a market for. I think you're right. Like I think that that's just like a weird, unique thing. And I think only Duncan could really pull it off. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if like this is something that I would genuinely like go for. Like if this is like if this is in with other drinks, I don't know if this is what I'm reaching for, but it was cool to try. I mean, I liked them. They're pretty pretty solid drinks, but All right, but now that we've done that review, that was wonderful. I hope everybody enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Lauren I know enjoyed it because she's the one who gets to drink the alcohol. Um but at any rate, couple things we wanted to talk about before we get started um number one i'm just gonna throw it out there because i'm thinking about it and funnily enough i'm wearing my michigan judaic studies shirt because for those of you don't know i minored in judaic studies at the university of michigan with a focus in north african jewry which is a very unique um field of study if you couldn't imagine um especially when i was the only not jewish person in the program (laughs) um but I the reason that I bring this up is because recently, for those of you who don't know, um, a member of the University of Michigan hockey team, who I mean to be fair, rode the bench and I don't think really was destined for success. Um, but a couple weeks ago on a Michigan game day, go blue, of course, but not go blue to this part, um, which is that he and what ended up being purportedly a um women's lacrosse player in full view of a camera this there's a jewish resource center right by where i lived actually i would go there all the time obviously because i was in the program and they like spray paint it on the walkway leading up to it like virulently like racist homophobic stuff anti-semitic stuff caught on camera um he was kicked off the team obviously um but as far as I know, he hasn't been expelled from the school, which is crazy considering, for those of you who don't know, Michigan has a very high Jewish population of students, like one of the biggest public, biggest populations of Jewish students in all the public schools in the country. Um, and right next to Ann Arbor is a predominantly Jewish township and area. Um, but I don't know. I guess my whole thing is that I think that this is just another example of like... <sighs> And I know people are going to get pissed at me. They're going to be like, this happens in all sports. But like, I do feel like we're so often having to have conversations about hockey being behind in social justice causes. And I feel frustrated and annoyed because it's like, especially because it's such a, it's a place that's obviously very important to me. And that like, I like the weirdest part was like watching this video of them doing it. And being like, I'm like, I used to study there. I walked that pathway all the time. Like, and also all these people just like walk by and don't do anything. But anyway, I just wanted to say, if you're a hockey fan, you have racist, homophobic, anti Semitic, any other bigoted view. I don't like you. And I think that you should stop watching hockey. Yeah. Or, or I mean, hockey. Didn't um wasn't didn't this happen in literal broad daylight as well? It's Michigan fucking game day, and you pass the Jewish Resource Center. If you're coming from like frat row, where like the frats are at the University of Michigan, you pass by this. It was like right before a middle of the day game. Everybody, you see in the background all these people walking by. I at least can't fathom if I had been walking by that, 
that I would just walk by and see this happening. Oh, and get this. Get, how stupid this is. The girl signed her initials. That's dead ass. Which to me is like, like if you come out and you apologize for this, as they probably will, because I, I don't know. They have you probably. Well, they they're probably uh, having some legal issues or something at the moment. That's probably fair. But um, doing it while people, everybody's around. I mean, it's it's awful either way. But it just proves how shit of a person you are if you're not ashamed to just go out and be an absolute idiot. Yeah, and I guess that also, like, and I saw somebody else say this on Twitter, too. Like, for me, it raises a lot of questions of, like, you know, there's no way there weren't signs or indications that this guy was not a good dude. So that makes me, like... I hope. I mean, I I mean, just last year, I mean, Luke Hughes was the captain of, or at least an alternate captain of Michigan when this kid was on the team. And the Hughes are all Jewish. Um, Like, it just makes me like, there had to have been, I just hope that there weren't signs that were ignored by teammates. I also like, I don't know, I really don't know whatever would motivate somebody to do this, but maybe that's because I'm not like a, a hateful person and like, I just don't understand not liking somebody on the basis of like religion or gender because, you know, I'm not a scumbag. Um, but anyway, that was just something in hockey news. So this is just another reminder. I feel like we say it every week and I wish we wouldn't have to that like hockey is for everyone and should be for everyone. And if there are hateful people in the sport of hockey, they are detracting from that, making it harder for people who have talent, have passion to get into the league. So Shape up, motherfuckers. I'm fucking sick and tired of it. But anyway, go blue as always. Um, I think they took the right steps in kicking him off the team right away. I hope my alma mater um, expels him. I really don't see a world in which they don't. I mean, I saw kids expelled for you know things that I don't think were as bad, i.e. like cheating and stuff, which I mean, obviously yeah. don't do. Bad, bad to cheat, but like if you're going to hold – your students to very high standards, which I think Michigan should, great institution, it should be, um, you know, universal. But I, then again, I also, I don't know if he has any interest in staying there if he's not playing hockey, so, um, which he will not be <laughs> forever. <laughs> um, he wasn't already. Right, this is true too, I know, like, <laughs> you fucking suck. Um, but anyway, Back to other topics at hand. Lauren, I know you wanted to talk about this because we both saw this um, on Twitter um, that had to do with Marc-Andre Fleury and Connor Bedard. Do you want to give your little rundown of that? Yeah. So uh, someone tweeted that... What did it say? Hold on. Here it is. Fleury's legacy is being the guy who got his job taken away from him twice, one of the most overrated goalies of our generation. Quote-unquote, Mr. Nice Guy. No one gives a shit. Bedard hasn't played an NHL game and already has a bigger legacy and impact on kids and the sport than you. Period. Freak. Period. 
So <laughs> this was, in case for those of you who didn't see, this was in response to, I imagine, I don't know what else it would be in response to, last night, I think it was, in the final preseason game for the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, Connor Bedard, it was a shootout, went to a shootout. Marc-Andre Fleury stuffed both him and Taylor Hall, um, but when he, Taylor Hall, who was a, a very good um, shootout player, um, but when he made this save on Connor Bedard, which was nasty, was great. Um, Lauren probably is a better judge of that than I am. It looked cool to me. Um, he kind of tripped up Connor Bedard, and he fell onto his ass. He was fine. He was just... I mean, his, his ego was probably a little bruised. Um, but so th- this was presumably this tweet that this person made was presumably in response to that, which people get stuffed in shootouts all the time. Like, shut the fuck up. Number one. Oh, my God. Like, you're talking about a, a goalie who's played nearly a thousand games, bro. <laughs> the man, the man's legacy is not him tripping up Connor Bedard in a preseason NHL game. His legacy is having three Stanley Cups, having a Vesna, and I'm pretty sure he had a Jennings as well. So probably somewhere along the way. He's been in the league like longer than I've been alive. He's he's literally been in the league since me and Grace have been like two or three years old. Right. Like <laughs> you don't stay in the league that long being bad, you know? Like we're not gonna sit here also, and, and he yeah he he got his job taken away from him for yeah i guess twice um okay what did he was he an asshole about it no because he's one of the nicest fucking guys in the league if not yeah, the he, nicest guy in the league and he is he is so relished which i appreciate being able to serve as a mentor and a, a leader for younger players and you see that influence on all the younger players that he's played with which I think is hard I mean like you don't you really didn't see it as much with some like other older goalies that I can think of like um like even like Anderson who obviously just retired um even like Jonathan Quick I feel like is still holding on to like I'm supposed to be beating this younger I mean he's on a team with Shesterkin so I really don't know what what we're doing now but um like I just think that what Marc-Andre Fleury has done has been unique and special, but I think it's it comes in large part because he's such a good dude. So I don't know. Where do you think this anger came from, from this person? I, I Well, so I think it's because a lot of people on Twitter were either – it was double-sided. It was either they were pissed off. They were like, he tripped a rookie. It's like, what? Okay, things happen. It's hockey. Literally, people get hit in hockey hello people get fought in hockey uh did you not see what just happened with vegas like a week ago um but i don't know he's gonna like welcome to the nhl yeah he's he hasn't scored on an nhl goal yet right well that's the other thing is like if we're gonna sit here and be so you know and we'll talk more about i think we should talk more about this just everything about Connor bedard and the attention that he's getting as a rookie um is if you're if we want to do this, we want to be like this kid is like a stud, you know. Next Connor McDavid, gonna you know. Oh, I want to wait for a second. Um, if we're saying that this kid is such a stud, stop acting then like 
this is like such a big deal. If he wants to play in the big boys club, let's he can put his big boy pants on and do it. And I also don't want any of this to seem like like Connor Bedard has made no like he hasn't like come out and been like pissed about this or been like you know anyway because I just don't think that that's his personality. I think that he's yeah. I think he wants to be where he is and like play against these good players and recognizes that they're good. Um, so I don't know why like this person felt the need to come so hard for Mark Andre Fleury's throat. Like I I am so excited to watch Connor Bedard especially considering the team that he's on even though you know everybody knows how we feel about that but what, whatever um because yeah he does look like a really special player I mean some of the passes that he has made have just been tape to tape but insane yeah like it's it's ridiculous and yeah he has an he has an insane amount of talent but he's also still a kid Right, like, no, he's he's like might as well be like fourteen. Like he is only like seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, I I don't know. It's just so frustrating because like he got tripped up on the play, okay, and like like I don't understand your point here. There are there are other players that you can go after in this league that have been shittier humans than Mark Andre Fleury, who has literally been. He's been renowned as one of the best teammates to have on your team. Yeah, and and to be fair, she got ratioed to Helen back, the person who said this. So I'm not, you know, I don't know how many people out there are still agreeing with it. Um, but on that same note, Lauren, what have been your thoughts about how much the NHL is like publicizing and profiting off of Connor Bedard and him being in the league? I love it and I hate it at the same time because I think, like we just said, he's just a kid. So, like, he's going to, you know, after every interview I see of him, it's just, like, constant. I agree. I'm Because on the one hand, like, I'm big for growing the game and I think the NHL in particular has done, like, such a shit job of marketing um, players the way that you've seen other leagues other leagues have done a really good job of profiting off of star players. And so I'm glad to see the NHL doing that. I think there are other things they could be doing to grow the game in a productive way. But so I, I like it for that reason, because like I, I do think like people are excited to see this kid that they think is going to be really successful. And I have no doubt that he will be um, even with the pressure. So I like that part. I'm like, yes, keep doing it. But at the same time, it does a little bit feel like it's all they're doing like it's all the only thing that the nhl is publicizing is Connor bedard and i'm like awesome but like i think people made a fair point and this isn't just me being an adam fantilli truther because i hate the blue jackets i do love michigan go blue but i like he scored his first goal on an actual nhl goalie in one of the preseason games but they were only showing Connor bedard's empty netter yeah like so if you're going to, I don't know, because I do see the, the PR, not the PR, but like the, you know, the popularity of it, but I don't know. So I'm kind of torn on it, but it's been interesting to see some of the discourse that people have been having. I think I'm also a little bit worried about Bizarre as like a player, just because all of this, all this pressure isn't good for anybody. So it's like like I would 
if I was a player, I would want to just sit and scroll through Instagram without having to see me scoring an empty netter and then looking upset about it afterwards because he did look upset. Because obviously that's not how you want. Yeah. Like, you you don't want to score an empty net goal as like your first preseason goal or whatever. But yeah, I think he feels like he has a lot to prove because he's being held to such a high standard and everybody keeps talking about him. And it's just like, take a breath. He's a kid. He's going to make mistakes. They're right. all going to make mistakes. Every, every single player that is entering the league, league this year is going to make one mistake. And people are going to shit on them about it. And it's... Yeah. I mean, I, I understand that's how the sport sport goes, but I think it's unfair. Yeah. And I, I think already, I mean, because people don't really... And I think especially it's true with Connor Bedard, just on like based on the little that I know about him like as a person. And I... Like, you've seen, like, I think he puts a lot of pressure on himself already. I mean, I feel like you have to in order to be as successful as he is. Um, But, so I feel like you, like, we don't have to be sitting here making him feel worse about what I know he already feels bad about. Like, if he makes a mistake, if he fucks up. Um, Oh, you know what I want to talk about? Also, this just made me think of it because Connor Bedard. About the whole, like, I have such strong feelings about this entire topic about people stepping on the logos that are on the floor so there was apparently somebody in the media for the blackhawks stepped on the blackhawks logo which was on the floor and i guess there's a video of like i didn't watch it because i thought it'd be cringy and i can't watch uncomfortable things or else i feel uncomfortable um of like Connor bedard i guess like looking really pissed about it and being upset about it i have a lot of thoughts on this lauren what do you think about it so i like I appreciate the idea of not stepping on a logo, but then again, it's on the floor. And I know like some people, some people will put a rug on top of the logo, but it's like, you're, you're, you're still, you're, you're still kind of stepping on it. I don't, I don't like the, the United States seal often will have like a rope around it or something to keep people. from. I've seen, I've seen, um, certain uh ranks do that as well um i don't know a lot of people a lot of i think the the bruins have their logo on the ceiling right yeah. a lot of the more recent teams or teams that have recently renovated um their facilities put it on the ceiling i am gonna be honest with you though i have such a problem i already have a problem with so already you guys can take my bias as you will i already have a thing about like even the united states seal like not being able to step on it like fuck off first of all second of all i'm gonna get fucking somebody's gonna the fbi is gonna put me on a watch list for like treason um but i already have this whole thing like number one don't put it on the fucking floor if you're so pissed about people walking on it i don't care number two i'll just use this as as an example so at michigan i'm sure they have it at pretty much every other school there's this i don't know if they have it here at unc but in the middle of the diag there's a like a an M um, that, you know, you're never supposed to step on it. And if you go, you see people like walk around it and whatever. And like every, whenever Michigan state comes into town for a football game, um, uh, this one frat sets up a tent over it and like spends all night guarding it because of one time way back when some people from East Lansing, like defaced it. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I walked on that every single day. I walked on it every single day. Um, literally never, I would sometimes do it on purpose and people would look at me with like the most disgust in their eyes. And I thought it was kind of funny. Um, 
The only thing that was funny about this story is that I do. People always like tell me that this is like this one I get. When it rained or when there was snow on the ground, the M is made of like, it's not actual gold, but it's like a metallic um, M. It got really, really slippery. So I can't even tell you how many times I actually ate shit walking across the M because it was slippery. Um, so maybe I did get what I deserved. But anyway, I have like this whole thing about it. I don't care if they step on the logo. I just think it's so stupid. It's a fucking logo. You you fucking put your jersey on and you sweat all over it every day. You fucking you know, you know what I was this is wow, I am going off today. I was reading uh somebody posted like you know some people post like those hockey romance books, like excerpts yeah. of them. There was one I saw, like, and they were they weren't even like doing it in, like a mean way. They were doing it in like a look at this book I'm reading. Like I love it. Talking about like the girl in the story, like put on his jersey, whatever. I I don't know. I don't know the context of the story. Putting on his jersey, and she was like, "I loved seeing his numbers on the front of my jersey." The front? <laughs> what? You ever seen a hockey jersey before? Bro, Where the fuck's put bro. the numbers on the front? My favorite is um. When, oh god, it's like an excerpt because I have seen those too, and it's like he like banged on the glass and like pointed at me because I was sitting with another man or because I had the opposing team's <laughs> jersey on, and um, like some shit like that or or like um, I think there was one where it was like he like tried to fight someone in the sta- in the in the stands, and I was like I was like did he jump over the glass? Did, did he did he get over the glass? Because if he did, he ruined his skates. If he's yeah. walking on the cement, he he's he's done for. So well, like, also, did you, did you see uh, Lexi Brown? Who is Lexi Brown? I don't know what her. She's a hyphenated last name. Um, but she was she's married to, um, former uh NHL player JT Brown. He played for the Wild, um, and another team that I forget. But uh. <laughs> like she made a video of like her like acting out what it would actually be like if he like scored a goal and like pointed to her and she, it's it's very funny if you guys go and find her on twitter it's very funny um yeah i don't i've She's- never read and i don't anticipate reading a hockey romance it was because i dated a hockey player for a long time and i've already lived it i'm good um but <laughs> i don't know i thought it was so funny like you should have seen the look on my face when i'm reading this why did I stop and read it? I don't know. But the I looked down and I loved seeing his numbers on the front. She's wearing it backwards. She's wearing the jersey backwards. Opposite day? Like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's unless it's those Unless it's those really gross Islanders jerseys that I talked about a few weeks ago oh. where it was like the Knicks style. They do have the number on the front. <laughs> I have never played hockey with a number on the front of my jersey. Unless it was like tryouts. And it was like a penny. Yeah. Right. No, anyway, I just thought that was so funny. I was, like, losing my mind for some reason. Um, It really, like, I don't know how if you're a hockey fan, if you read those, no judgment to you. I I mean, you know, people can read whatever they want. I just think it's funny, like, that would totally take me out. Like, it would take me out of it. I'd be like, oh, never mind, this book is stupid. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't even, like, be able to, like, get past it because I get... Well, it's it's the same thing where, like, in, like, football movies or basketball movies or... Mm -hmm like tv shows or whatever if you know the sport and you watch even like sometimes not even close close enough you can see how wrong it is right 
Like, I think my favorite thing about the Mighty Ducks is, like, the flying Vs offsides. It's like... <laughs> Or like the goalie comes up and scores a goal. I mean, I, I, those are bad examples because those are fun kids movies. But like, you know, they, other other examples exist. Just literally watch any football TV series out there. There are yeah, and like how how the quarterback like throws the ball. Like if it's yeah. like he's like the main hot guy, you know, and he like fucking can't throw a football the safest. Like life. like clearly um, they got you because you were hot. Right. Um. Anyway, that's so funny. Uh, the other thing that we should talk about, Bruins related. Um, I mean, number one, so preseason's over. Beat the Rangers last night. So for all of y'all, it's like several days ago now. Beat the Rangers three to one. By the way, it's pronounced Patra. Patra. It is going to always be Poity Toity in my brain, but I Pot did man? see the video of him of him pronouncing it. It's Patra. Um, I do too. Which is, thank you for posting that, whoever did. that's That was a good call on your part. I think everybody's still going to say it wrong, but it's good to know. Good well, to that's because it was more with. fun. It, it was, was so more fun more when fun. I didn't know. Po- yeah. Like, thinking about, like, like Portois. Right. Like, I like, because well, it looks like, it looks like Poitra. Like, it looks like, I think that is how you would say, or maybe you'd say Poitras if you were French. Poitras? It's got to be French, right? I guess so. It's got to be, or like, or like, like Canadian French. It doesn't matter. Beside the point. Um, but what I was going to say is, so now preseason's over. We're officially about to start the season. By the time you're listening to this, our first game's on Wednesday. So you're listening to this. And I think the actual season starts on Tuesday. So by the time you're listening to this, you're one day away. You've almost made it. Congrats. I didn't think we would make it this far. Um, but we did somehow. So what? at any rate, now that we're here, <clears throat> today... Bruins camp. I think it's the last day. The we're down to one group of players. I'm gonna read them out, read the lines, and then we'll talk about it. So this is according to Connor Ryan. For those of you who don't know Connor Ryan, I think he's with I wanna say 98. Oh, Boston.com and Boston Globe. Um, but he's been on 98 five a few times. But oh no, maybe he's not. Maybe that's Matt. I don't know. I I'm Sorry, Connor Ryan, big dunks guy. I hope he listens and here's our review. Um, this is the group, so lines. JVR, Zaka, Pasternak, Marshawn, Coyle, DeBrusque, Frederick, Patra, Geeky slash Heinen, Lucic, Brown, Lauko, and then Boquist, Beecher, Greer slash Steen up front. Um, and then uh, defensive pairings, Grizzly, McAvoy, Lindholm, Carlo, Forbert, Shattenkirk, Lowry, Mitchell, and then Zaboral. Um, not a lot of surprises there. And then we still have Allmark, Swayman, and Bussy. Um, Lauren, let me let me just get your your knee jerk reactions there. Um, I'm a little. Well, I saw a lot of people freaking out. It's fine. None none of these are. Well, by the time that we listen, that you listen to this. Damn it, that sucks. But <laughs> I don't know. I try not to overreact about this stuff because honestly, they're just trying to th- see what works and see what doesn't work. They already know who they're, or they have a very good idea of who's going to be at least on the roster come opening night. But they're trying to eliminate the last few guys. So 
you know what? If they need to put Brown in with Lucic and Lauko, even though we've already seen Beecher in that position, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Go blue. Go blue, but they're not showing respect for Go Blue. Um, yeah, they're not. Yeah, I mean, people have reactions. I definitely overreacted. I am overreacting. I still am. Um, that's kind of on brand for me. I, I one thing that surprised me. I mean, I don't know if it surprised me. I'm I'm excited to see it. Uh, JVR up in the top line. That is, I don't think that those top two lines are pretty. I don't want to say they're set in stone, but they look pretty reasonable in terms of what could be reality. The JVR, Zaka, Pasta, Marshawn. You're muted. You're muted. My least favorite thing is this fucking microphone always says that I'm detached and I'm not. <clears throat> A lot of growls today. You um, sound like the thing from Minecraft. <laughs> That's funny and true. Um, anyway, I uh, what I was saying was that those two top lines, I feel like they look pretty reasonable. But, I mean, when we first, you know, traded for, or when we first acquired, I guess we should say, because um, we didn't trade anything for him, uh, for JVR and um, Geeky, like, I never would have put JVR on the top line. But he's been, he's no. been great in preseason. Like, yeah, doubt. Like, we've had pretty a few like people, and we're gonna talk a lot about Patra, but like, few people have like clearly shown out. I think in preseason, uh, JVR, Patra, um, Frederick, I think has been playing great. Uh, Lucic really has been great. Beecher, I think, has been great. Um, so a lot of players that like, and obviously, like, the, the, the usual suspects have been playing very well, too. I think Zach has been great and, and Pasta and stuff. But I think more significant are these players that there were question marks for or um, uncertainty about. So, I don't know. What do you, what do you, what are your thoughts on those top two lines? Can you realistically see those being the top two lines come October 11th? Yeah. Oh, yes. 11th. Opening uh, night. Or yes. no, no, 12th. 12th, 12th is 12th, our first game. Yeah. Is our first game. Opening um, night's 11th. But. I could definitely see, I mean, especially the, the second line, I think it's beautiful because, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't want to go up against that team. Like, it's, I'd, I'd be letting up goals every two seconds. Right. Um, But, yeah, I like you said about JVR, I'm really excited to, I, I hope, continue to see him working with Zaka and Pasta because, I mean, I personally... Hmm. Pasternak pissed me off the other night. Oh yeah, lie. wait, last night or before? Uh, the other night, uh, whatever. Flyers overtime, yeah. Um, that little, that little defensive move, <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't care that it's preseason. It, yeah, come on, man. just it, well, we're we're not paying him all that money for his uh, defensive prowess. <laughs> Just use your edges, bro. Like I swear, <laughs> I I swear they work. You. Like you, you yeah. I I I'm a learn to skate coach. I I got this. Uh, I don't know. That that was definitely frustrating. Um, and he's gonna have to be better about his turnovers this year. I hope. Um, especially if we have 
Forbert and Shattenkirk together. Not a fan of that line. Especially because that was one of the main topics. And I think we got some questions about this. So I'll just share with the people oh, yeah. who asked about it before we talk about it. Um, uh, people, I know that like Jake Reiser brought it up um, on Twitter. Uh, and yeah, he was the one who I noticed it. And then I think somebody else on Twitter might have said it too, just about low rise specifically. Hashtag insider with Insides 75 nuts. R's. Okay. <laughs> wasn't even creative like there was no um lazy our comedy. insider our insider is philly yeah actually um but anyway uh sully was saying it's looking like he's gonna head down to providence um based on those lines i think uh was the big giveaway what do you think about and we'll talk about the other ones too but low rye at least what are your thoughts on that i think that yes he could use time and providence but i also think that he could be the third pairing and mm-hmm. be fine right like i don't know i feel like he's definitely like at the cusp mm-hmm. um it's it's frustrating to think that he you know, I think he had a really good preseason, mm-hmm. and it's frustrating to think that others above him have not had a very good preseason, but will stay. Or haven't played until the last or game. Or haven't played, yeah. At Derek Forbert. <laughs> I, I, I can't talk ill about Forbert because I feel like I'm hurting his dog. <laughs> I like want I want I want Darla to stay employed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't too impressed with Shattenkirk, to be honest. Yeah. Um he was a body. Especially a like tone, my whole will. my whole thing is like especially the reason why I say Low Rye and Shattenkirk potentially as a third pairing is because Shattenkirk's really not an offensive minded defenseman, or not a terribly offensive minded defenseman. And he's older and so doesn't have, I don't think, the speed to sort of break out the way that Lowry could. So I think it would be a good balance there to add Lowry into the mix because I don't really see Forbert having those qualities. Saboral a little bit more, but still, like, I think he's just not as polished in general. Um, so I don't know. It's definitely disappointing, I think. And I, I still think Lowry will see some NHL ice time. Um, I think everybody that we just talked about on the the, the lineup is that camp we'll see at least a game except save for maybe bussy unless an injury happens um but you know i i don't know i i I get it because i do think that development is good for for players and important um so but who knows could go either way um the other big thing that so many people wanted us to talk about so many people um jake riser brought it up um, Big Bad Bees memes, government name redacted, uh, wanted us to talk about it. Um, uh, you know, let me see, I think one other person also brought it up on our Twitter. Um, that 
yeah, a Greg, good vibe, Greg, who I adore on uh, Twitter, also said, do you think uh, Potra has earned, slash will earn the right to stick around past the cutoff date um, to send him back to the OHL? Yes, definitely to that. But I don't know. Um, I don't know, Lauren. What, what have been your thoughts about, because there's been just nonstop, because I think far and away we can agree, Potra was probably the biggest performer for the Bruins preseason, which is saying something considering the people who are on the Bruins. So what are your thoughts on this whole question of, has he earned a spot uh, as a centerman uh, on, you know, the big boy team? Um, I think he's worked really hard and I really like how he like kind of speaks. He's like, it's going to be really hard for them. It's not like he's not saying they're going to keep me because I've been the best player. He's saying I'm doing what I can to make them think twice about having me like in this lineup, they're they're gonna think about me, and if they send me down, they're gonna keep thinking about me. Um, my thing about him is he can't go to Providence, so right. So but, that's but a he's way he's way past junior development. Right. So either you're gonna send him back and he's gonna be stagnant for a year, or you're going to bring him up to the big clubs and let him let him play and let him make mistakes and let him learn because he's going to. But you know what? I really have liked watching him and especially yeah. um with like the like with um his line with especially Geeky. I'm really interested mm-hmm. in that because Geeky's now pushed over to the wing onto the side, which yep. is is very interesting and I think that's partially going to depend on I think it's where he ends up is going to depend partially on Geeky because I know the Bruins promised Geeky that he'd have more time or whatever. Right. And obviously they don't necessarily have to keep that promise. But yeah, yeah, you can't really send that. I don't think you really send him down to the fourth line to start at least. At least. But yeah, so I, I mean, I know he's played wing before, so that wouldn't be very surprising to me. Right. But I w- I'm really interested in seeing and I don't think- Frederick as well. I don't think Geeky has a particular, I mean, I don't know him personally. He hasn't told me this, but just based on the way he's talked, I don't think he has a really strong preference. I think he just wants more time to show that he's a good, you know, offensive player. So I don't think his, he has, I don't see him necessarily having like this huge drop off if he, you know, is, is pushed out to the wing because he has played there. But you make a really good point, I think, um, that I really didn't consider and that I think a lot of people don't think about which is that the other drawback of sending Potra back to the uh, OHL is you're so right is the drawback of he is I think has established himself at the very least as a potential future star for the Bruins and you don't want to see that not go down the drain but you don't want to see that go stagnant like if you have this you want to run with it to ensure that the future is bright because you know, we already have questions about this season. We don't know what's going to happen in a couple of years down the line. We want this to be a place that he wants to play and that he is passionate about playing. And I don't want to see him have to go from this to playing back with players who aren't at the NHL level yet. Um, so I think that's a good point in general. Um but I mean, people are really, you know, excited about it. Do you think it's overhype? No, I don't. I think I, if he was like, if he came out one night 
and had one good night and everybody jumped on it and was calling him the next Patrice Bergeron, which crazy by the way. Stop it. Yep. Stop. Stop Take that. a breather. He's a child. Um I don't know. I, I just I think that he was very, very consistent. And but the thing is going to be if we, you know, that nine game whatever, if he stays up in the NHL. He has to keep working as hard as he is now to stay on this team because any drop-off is going to be very noticeable. And I Mm -hmm. mean, kid, just look over at Connor Bedard to see what he's doing right now. Right. Like, you're going to be compared to a lot of people. You're already being compared to one of the best players in Bruins history. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Boston's a tough place to play. It really is. Yeah. Um, I also love, I mean, I just, in general, I'm a big fan of the, you know, the Cinderella story, late draft pick. He was, you know, in the fifties overall. Um, I appreciate a good, you know, Brad Marchand ascension to, to greatness. Um, so that I think that makes me excited, but I, I think especially also like we can't, sit here and pretend that like every team has that we've played has been fielding a, a an NHL roster in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Some of them have, but some of them have not. And uh so it'll be interesting to see how that shakes up. Um yeah, but I, I'm look good. Sorry. Um I was just going to say like I think in the beginning when he first started playing, like when he played his first preseason game, I'd be like, yeah, sure, he hasn't really played any NHLers, but he definitely got good time against some really good players. Yeah. And, and some really good um, draft picks. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean about like the whole consistency thing is he played well in his first game against a bunch of, you know, other guys who are trying to make their spot. And then he continued to play well against um, at least a few players who you know, will be there for their team's opening night. So I I, I think there's a very good chance of him being on the roster opening night. However, this means if I hear any shit about him, if he plays in this first game and he doesn't have the stellar, wonderful, amazing, he doesn't pull an Austin Matthews in his first NHL game, I don't give two shits, okay? He, that's a child. Shut up. Yeah. I mean, and it's that's, not you. It's been funny seeing, you know, I just love Bruins fans in general. I think we're so funny. And, and it's just funny now seeing everybody so ready to go to war for this kid. Um, like, keep his name out of your mouth, you know? He's he's our star or whatever. Um, so I think that that's, that's fun always. But, um, yeah, so... Anyway, that's that's where we're at on that. Um, again, by the time you're listening to this, 24 hours away, a little bit more, give or take. Um, the actual season will be starting, and then the next day, the Bruins play. Um, so I'm pretty fucking excited um, about that. Uh, another thing that is sort of news before we really get into some questions that people gave to us, but somebody did bring this up. Um, uh, our friend Marie, amazing. She's just I love that she doesn't really do anything on Twitter she says but she is always sending us questions and is so funny and kind so she uh 
threw out there that the Trevor Zegers thing is done. So let me let me give you the exact numbers. Trevor Zegers was officially signed. I'm sorry to this, the Duck stands. I don't know what happened with that other guy that you like, uh, the defenseman. Why can't I remember his name? Uh, uh, do you mean Do you mean Leon? No, no. Uh, <laughs> fuck, who's that other guy they're all obsessed with? We were just talking about him last week. Um, Drysdale, Drysdale, Jamie Drysdale. Ooh, yeah, that was tough on my. On, oh, I got that. The, I me. got the. I got the names mixed up. Um, but anyway, Trevor Zegers though, um, was uh, signed to a three-season deal. 5.75 AAV. Um, Lauren, thoughts, questions, concerns about that? I guess. Sure. Whatever. I, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, I don't know if he's worth that much, to be honest. Sorry. I'm not sorry. Uh, he's entertaining. He's fun. I like him. Uh, he's a good player. Kind of a defensive liability but a little bit yeah just a little bit but he's as fun. are a lot of offensive uh players I, I think um i think that's one of like the big things about the ducks though is like i can't imagine the backlash they would have gotten if zegris signed elsewhere like that would have been a big thing that would have been huge well, and I think that, and honestly, being in sports law has really led me to appreciate this a little bit more um, as I grab my sports law book, because another part of Marie's question was about the arbitration the NHL does. So I was just going to give a little little talk on that. But um, the other thing that like you really have to factor in, and it doesn't happen as much in the NHL, I don't think, nowadays. I mean, it's getting more so, um, but like you see it a lot in the MLB um, probably even in the NBA too, um, which is a part of a player's value is becoming more and more dependent on what the fans want to see and what who the fans, you know, and I'm going to be honest, Zegris, last season the Ducks sucked. They were objectively very bad. And yet Trevor Zegers had people talking about them. And that's a big deal. Like that matters to, you know, how – people are paid um which it hasn't always but um i you know i think that that could also play a role um in it um but i was going to say that so uh marie also um mentioned in her question she said um Asked why it happened in the first place. If he was an, uh, restri- a restricted free agent, why didn't he do the arbitration thing um, that uh, Trent Frederick and Jeremy Swayman did? Um, and the one thing I'll, I'll throw out there that is unique. So this whole arbitration system is unique to the NHL and the MLB. The NBA and um, uh, the NFL don't do um, an arbitration uh, system the way that we, that the NHL does. Um, so with the, uh, NHL, um, it's, uh, I don't know how to describe this in not weird legal terms. It's like a conventional. So when we think about arbitration in law, like it's 
It's avoiding going to court. It's very similar to that. Obviously, they're not going to go to court, but it is very much like a both sides come in with uh, an offer sheet and then the arbitrator makes the final call between the two of them. Um, it's somewhere in between those two numbers. Uh, MLB does a little bit differently. Please don't ask me about it because I don't fucking know. It's what my assignment is on right now and I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. Professor Osborne, if you're listening, I know exactly what I'm doing. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but there are certain eligibility requirements uh, in order to go to arbitration. I don't know necessarily that Zegris was eligible because of how long he's been in the league. Because as far as I know, this is just his second contract. He's been in the league for, what, three years? So that's but, why I think but... this is just his after his entry-level deal. He played not even half the amount of games. So it needs to be a full, it needs to be a full season for your third year, I believe, before so, you can, yeah. Right. So I think that that was the reason why it didn't go to that. Because um, the NHL, I'm pretty sure it's just, it has to be after your second. I don't think it's a number of years. I think it's how many contracts you've had. So like post your, your entry-level deal. And then if you have one more contract after that, you're eligible to do arbitration. Um, so I think that that's why, to answer your question, Marie, um, shout out, citation to my my sports law. By the way, it says Osborne on it. That's my professor. She helped to write the case book. No big deal. Um, she's a queen. I love her. Um, but yeah, so I think that's why. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm indifferent. Uh, to the deal. I think the Ducks did what they had to do. I don't think they could have let him loose. That would have been bad looks all around. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe, he, you know, with a slightly better team, because I think the Ducks are slightly better than they were, they will step up uh, a little I bit. Do think, and maybe um, you'll be able to... What? I, th- I think it is a year's thing. Oh, you think it is? Do you think it's it's four, I th- maybe? I think it's three or four years. Th- like, full okay. years. Three full, or like by seasons at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I don't. Yeah, it, it it could be. I do know that there are some eligibility rules. In my class, we mostly focus on MLB, which is stupid as fuck. So I can't give you very specific details, but that's why. Um, that's why. Well, I I get it. I think it's because MLB is more popular than the NHL, and so she figures that it's a little more accessible to more people. Not to me, clearly. Um, but at any rate, uh, some other questions that we got, let's get into it. Some wonderful questions, uh, that I love. Um, uh, bees memes on the, the Patra thing. Um, what would he have to do for the nine game trial to stay with the big club? Is it a point production or an eye test thing? Lauren, you're an eye expert. You tell me, what do you think? Do you think it's going to be more of a, you know, okay. So he wasn't putting up the same numbers in preseason, but look at what he's been doing. What do you think? Um, I think it's a mixture of both, but I don't, I don't want to put too much um, emphasis on the points. Um, Obviously since he's a center, you want to see him, you know, at least being a playmaker, at least. But um, I think the Bruins are going to need to... Obviously, every team has to do this. 
But losing Patrice Bergeron, you are losing. Like, like he was like a – he had a very high face-off percentage. So my biggest thing for him is going to be how is he performing at the face-off dot? Because at this point, Zaka and Coyle, yeah, they've been fine. Yeah, they can win face-offs. But we need more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think that face-off is something we're going to see a lot of a down downturn um, just with the loss of Patrice Bergeron, who was, you know, a master class in, in face-off. So, yeah, I agree. I think that it it's going to be a little bit of both. Um, I do worry that, like, the pressure of a nine-game trial, you know, is kind of like – that's a lot. I mean, but then again, I think that, you know, these are players that are primed to do that. I'm not, you know. I'd get out there and shit my pants. So, I mean, they clearly have more, uh, you know, the I ability will, to take it to seriously. I will say, I would rather do a nine-game trial for the Bruins than I would for, like, Toronto or yeah. Montreal or, yeah. I don't know, like, Tampa. Tampa. I just, I just feel like <sighs> Tampa just caught a stray on that one. I don't know. <laughs> I felt very like that one was just thrown in there. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. Tampa kind of scares me a little bit, but whatever. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just feel like with who we have on our roster, the Bruins seem to be a very forgiving organization uh we have a lot of players on our roster um uh the defense who haven't exactly made the best impression but they're still here they exist uh it took us a very long time to knock riley as well so i don't know i feel like i feel like we have a very supportive locker room as well and i don't think one game is gonna ruin them I mean, he might not want to go on Twitter, but to be fair, who wants to go on Twitter these days? They're going to make you double click every tweet that you like or whatever. Did you see that? Yeah. Like, what is this? Where am I? (laughs) What are we doing? I don't don't like this. Take me home. Um, He's going to be fine. I I think if he has a nine game, nine, nine, whoa. (sighs) Whoa. Whoa. This, uh, This coffee's really hitting me here. Yeah, my Jesus Christ. Of my drink. Um, sorry, I forgot how to speak. I think he would be fine. Especially if he has that motivation and he keeps that motivation. Yeah. Um, sort of still on the same topic. I think we already touched on it. Our friend Brett um, at primetime brought up the thought of Brown really over Beecher. I don't understand that. Not even from a, am I missing something? Like, Beecher clearly outperformed him in the preseason. I have more confidence in Beecher. He's had AHL development. He's tougher. He's fast. What is, what? He's fast. He's fast. Go blue. This man motors. Mm-hmm. He motors. And he's a big kid. I mean, he's like. It's impressive. A small dude. Um, I know. And I would just love that line of a, a Lucic. Beecher, Lauco, 
I think that's fun. That's entertaining for me. Um, yeah, I don't. I know what they're trying to do, and I get it, but I'm yeah. also annoyed. Like, yeah, just, I don't just like do that. it. Just stop making us guess, and just. <laughs> um, I got a Instagram thing from mm. the NHL. They want to invite me to their NHL broadcast channel. Oh, yeah. No thanks. Now we're sorry. That, yeah, <laughs> hashtag insider. Um, I don't know. I, I don't like, there seems to be this like absolute obsession. And I know we've talked about it before with the Bruins just not wanting to let anybody onto this team besides like, I don't know, the dudes that, the dudes that haven't been really with us for a while. <sighs> I don't know. I just hate it. Yeah. I know what they're trying to do, but it's frustrating. Yeah, it does feel like a uniquely Bruin um, strategy. That's so uh, Bruins. It's so, it's yeah, so it's Bruins. just sort of on brand. Um, but also on Twitter, our friend Sully asked, given the influx of Bruins goaltending talent and Lawrence experience as a goalie, how do you think Bussy will handle another year in Providence? He's clearly capable of being an NHL backup or starter, but with Sway and Allmark blocking his path, do you think a trade is coming? So I know we touched on this last week about the potential of a trade. I don't I mean I don't see Bussy going anywhere. It for me it'd be Allmark if any any of our mm-hmm. goalies are gonna get traded by the end of the season. Lauren, what do you think? How do you think he he will react or handle another year in Providence? I'm really glad that someone brought this up because this is something that I was thinking about um, when I watched him play that unreal game that he had. Um, just to clarify, no, I'm not a hater. I'm not. I swear. Um, but like I've talked about so many times before, goaltending is very mentally taxing. And if you feel like you're doing everything and you're still not getting there, yeah, it's going to be really frustrating. But you know what? Swayman played two years in Providence. I'm pretty sure Tuka Rask played two years in Providence. Right. I he's gonna be fine. Like I don't I can't see him going anywhere. Um if anything, I wanna see him have another good year. And then we can talk about Olmark and potentially, you know, a potential trade coming up. But I don't know. I think it's going to show a lot about mental toughness as well because yeah, yeah. it's hard if you try your yeah. best and you don't succeed. When you try your best but you don't succeed. <laughs> but <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, I've been learning from the karaoke across the street. Um, super fun, except when you're trying to I study. love. I love karaoke. Go to karaoke song. Go. I don't have one. Come on. No, we're not doing that. You need an answer. I- we're on a podcast. <sighs> we're running a podcast here get your head in the game you have to my answer head. every single you have to answer every single question i ask my head is what's your what's your what's your least favorite about... thing about me I'm just <laughs> when you ask me these questions next <laughs> my head is my head is still uh thinking about the optic sulci developing at 22 days in embryonic time um do you like my flamingo? I do like your flamingo. Stop trying to change the subject, though. 
Is that like a mental health counseling thing? Yeah, I just saw that on the back. It's like mental. Be like a flamingo. Always stand tall. Be flexible and find balance. If that is not just the most uh, representative thing of like mental health uh, services at universities and schools, I don't know what it is. They'll give you a fucking toy flamingo and go, be like this flamingo. They can, I get, can, I get an, can I get an appointment? No, you absolutely can't. We're booked up until two years from now, but here's a flamingo. They said, they said to us, um, they, so when we got here, they, all they did, they made it into a game. They read off depressing statistics about like how depressed we're going to be when we're here. And they were like, do you think it's A, B, C, or D? Go where you think it is. They did the exact <laughs> same thing at law school. Like when we started, it was like, what percentage of of uh people in the legal field are alcoholics and it was like it was like 30 percent 50 percent like being a lawyer has like the highest percentage of like alcoholism because i think the reason i think that this is is my theory on it there's probably some science behind it a because it's one of the more stressful jobs obviously but it's also a job that in theory like for example you couldn't do surgery drunk not that people have not i'm sure but like even though that is an outrageously stressful job, it's much more obvious if you start drinking on the job. Whereas if you're a lawyer, you could just be a weird and bad fucking lawyer. Like, I just feel like it, there's there's more room for error there. So I think that's why it is. But anyway, no, we did the same thing. I also love the irony of them giving you tissues. It says, if you've got issues, we've got tissues. That makes me so... really upset. <laughs> yeah, that they is... give us like a shit ton of this stuff. Um, okay, so room... we're going back to the question oh, that's of your go-to karaoke song. <sighs> <sighs> I just ask you which one of your children you want to kill. Jesus Christ. I don't know. I, I I have no idea what I was saying. I think it de- I think it depends what I drink. Like, am I like drinking wine? Am I drinking like you have a different I have, song depending I ha- on the I have type of alcohol moods. you've ingested? different moods so i'm not gonna go sing like i don't know wine kind of makes me sad sometimes so maybe i'll go for like a nice a nice sad adele um you can't pull that out in like a a bar and do karaoke that's um you can't across the street there's like two people there that's pretty (laughs) i can i can see into the uh the backyard uh um I feel like it. I feel like I would do like a High School Musical song. Mm, that's a good I feel one. Like, like any like Disney Channel thing, or maybe you know the Victorious episode um, when they do karaoke. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. It do, also, a good do one. I have a partner? Are you my partner? That's fair too. I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna say like go to back when I was with Hunter, we would go to karaoke every like. I think it was like Thursday night they did it at this place in Ann Arbor. And uh we we nailed um Home by uh Edward Sharp and uh, the whatever band, you know the Yeah. Uh, well, Alabama, Arkansas. We nailed that shit. We killed that. Um so like that that's true. If I have a partner, that changes things. Um I don't know. it would take a lot for me to get up there and do a solo song i oh um the climb i would do that yeah it's hard that's hard that would get that would get the crowd going though i think it Um, would or party in the usa 
That's a good one. Oh, that yeah, you can't go one. wrong with that, that one. Yeah, everybody rocking. That would get um, that would get the crowd going. Honestly, I think of, like there are like some good country songs that would get people going. Oh yeah, I feel. What like, were you gonna say? I feel like I could I could sing like a Zach Bryan song, but usually stuff his stuff is like really slow, so it's no, like, yeah. I don't know if I'd do that. I was thinking but, more like like Chicken Fried, you know, Zach Brown Band. This is, this is true. Um, airplanes. Oh yeah, I well, think I could do the rap. B.O.B. and Haley Williams. Yeah, I mm-hmm. used to be able to do the rap too. Oh my god, we're the same person. Um, that's pretty good. Yeah, those are good ones. You guys, if you guys are listening to this, let us know your go-to karaoke. I'll I'll put that out as a question. I would love to hear it. Um, Fast car. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember we were driving, driving in your driving car. In your car. Speed so fast, I felt I was drunk. Okay, anyway, um, that was a uh, your only, your only view of us doing karaoke. Yeah, Everybody there you go. If, if, if you want to, if somebody wants to pay me, I'll do some karaoke. Um, I Is was gonna throw out there another question that I asked people on Twitter after, in response to what we had been uh, talking about was about the ghost thing okay so i did ask everybody um if you believe in ghosts or not that was it plain and simple um and let me go to where it was wow that was like a perfect drum roll of um that song it's like I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Yeah, I kind of nailed that shit. That was really good. Um, I honestly was surprised by the results only because I was more surprised at how many people did not believe in ghosts. I thought it was going to be pretty... Oh, yeah, okay. Do you believe in ghosts? 71.4% said yes. 28.6% said no, and there are 98 votes, so do with that what you will. That's more people than I thought saying they don't believe in ghosts. I've always found that everybody I ask believes in ghosts. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I I don't want one of them to, like, come for me, so I'm just going to say that <laughs> I believe, you in don't believe in them. Yeah. I like um, uh, keeping my ghosts far away. Yeah. Another question that I asked... Um, I said for science, which sport has the most dramatic fans? And I actually think that this is an interesting result here. So 40, and I was, I just did the big four in the United States, um, which are 47.7% football, 14.6% said basketball, 31.7% said hockey, and 6% said baseball. The reason I'm so surprised by that is I was honestly expecting a pretty significant skew, some heavy bias towards hockey, because I think a lot of my followers follow me for hockey or basketball. Um, so I think the fact that football still had such a high, had a big lead, leads me to believe that that people pretty universally think that 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 football fan is the most dramatic. What did you say for that? I said hockey when I voted. Uh, oh, really? Just because, yeah. <laughs> because God, you guys are so dramatic; it's annoying. But um, with this whole Taylor Swift thing, football's there. Football's yeah. up there. That that honestly was like the reason why. I, that's the reason I tweeted it is because people were freaking out about that, and I was like, you know what? Football fans are so much more dramatic than hockey fans. I'm gonna ask. Um, so I feel good about that. I feel good about the yeah, response. Um, <sighs> daily yawn content. 
weekly. I got four hours of sleep last night. I also did not sleep at all last night. Anyway, do you want to hear some lore? What's the lore about? Um, the people that I live near. Yeah, let's hear lore. You can put this in. I don't care. Um, oh, this is a good new segment. Lore with Lauren. Lore with Lauren. Lauren's lore. Hey guys, welcome to Lore with Lauren. I'm Lauren. Um, and here's some lore for you today. <laughs> um, this is becoming my... a segment. I hope you know. This, is, my... this is a real thing. <laughs> on my floor. So we have to go downstairs to do laundry. And on our floor, there's been a sock, like a dirty sock, just sitting in the middle of the floor. So I woke up yesterday and I opened my door and the sock is in front of my room. What? And I'm like, I'm like, what is going on? And so I kicked it out in front of to my neighbor, who's my, one okay. of my friends. I kicked it in front of her door. And so for the past, well, so it had been down like, I live kind of in the middle. So it was down it was, on the left. So it's migrating. So, yes. Yeah, so it's migrating. Um, and so everybody's just been kicking this thing around for like, I don't know. I think it's been like a week now that it's been out there. Uh, but it only showed up my, at my door once. But now it is uh, on the other side of the hallway. So we're waiting to see how long it takes before someone just like gets fed up and like throws it away or something. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's ever like, happening. I think this is going to be like our pet sock oh, that we have. And we think it's dirty. We think it's dirty. It's dirty. It's a little... Uh, it's a little... Crusty? Yeah. I don't want to know what that um, sock has been through. What it's seen. I, that's why I told everybody not to touch it. I was like, you don't know what who's using that thing for what. <laughs> but yeah. So that's that's today's lore with Lauren. Well, I look forward to hearing the the updates and the uh on the journey that this sock is taking. There is also, weirdly enough, uh my apartment, so I'm You've all heard my qualms with having to move upstairs. Um, but downstairs, there's a set of stairs that goes down to the lobby. And uh, there is a sock that was there the other day. And I, at first I was like, did I drop that? But it's not any sock that I own because um, I collect socks and I know my socks. Um, and <laughs> it was there. And then I was like, that's weird. And it stayed for like a week. And I was like, somebody's got to just pick up that sock. So finally somebody moved it. I'm like, oh, thank God somebody moved the sock. I go down the stairs today. It's back. Who put it back? Who put it back? What the hell? Maybe there is a ghost. A sock Um, ghost. Also, breaking news. Oh. Bussy was sent down to Providence. Oh, shocker. (laughs) Right? (gasps) Who would have thought? Any other breaking news? Anybody else get sent down? I.e. somebody's name... Somebody's doing just name rhymes with Gatrick Trown. That was a good one. No, it's, it's <laughs> well, literally really, it's like it's like really a whole ass roster update, but it's just for Bussy. God, that's demoralizing. Yeah, you weren't good know. enough, buddy. Go oh, back press to release, Providence. Roster update, just you, bro. Not only is getting sent back to Providence like demoralizing but you're also going back to providence oh yeah i i i don't like providence 
I think they should move the team to Worcester. Well, uh, that's an opinion. Um, They'd be with the Woo Sox. I mean, that makes sense. You're really choosing the lesser of two evils there if you're choosing between Worcester and Providence. I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) Worcester's nicer. Providence sucks. I don't know. Have you been outside in Worcester lately? (laughs) Yeah, every day. Just kidding. I haven't been outside in like two days. That's fair. Um, Anyway, that's... That's sure we can start a petition to to get it moved. Oh, do you want to hear? Do you want to hear what I have to do in these next two weeks? You're gonna hear anyways. You're all yeah. gonna hear. Okay. My schedule. Um, so I had an exam today. I have an exam on Tuesday. I have a midterm on Friday, and then the next week. On Monday, I have two exams. On Tuesday, I have a practical. And on Wednesday, I have a proficiency. Which is, like, a huge deal. Why are there all these different names for exams? Uh, the, the labs are practicals. And the proficiencies are, like... So is a practical, like, you, you, you do it? Yeah, it's it's more hands-on cuz like okay. this is actually like anatomy. So we have to go yeah. and like it's a, she'll like put like a little hole in something. She'll be like, "What's this?" And we'll be like, "It's it's a I don't know. Mm. Uh, anatomical right. thing." Uh my proficiency is like actual like clinic stuff. So but this mm. this one's like the questions that you get asked um when you go into like an optometrist's office. And then yeah. the exams are just fucking stupid. Shit. Yeah. But yeah. Well, that is not fun or enjoyable, but I wish you well. Everybody hope... send me love, Yeah, good vibes. Please. Good vibes. Prayers up. Um, we do have a few more questions from people that I really like. One is from Marie that I, I, I just appreciate um, immensely. Uh, which is what were your favorite middle school era computer games like Webkins, Pop Tropica? Um, and she said, I personally fucking dominated the Webkins fashion show game. That was my shit. Um, so, number one, I don't think that I think I missed Pop Tropica. Either I was too, I must have been too young because I honestly can't even picture what that is. Really? I don't, you didn't play Pop Tropica? Am I too old? No, I can't be too old. I mean, let me look it up. Oh, can't type pop. Tropica. It was like the missions game. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen this before. That's wild. Mm-mm. It's because you live in Maine. Probably. I mean, that does that does change a lot of things. Yeah, no, I've never seen this before. Huh. That's wild. Pop Tropica was a fun game. So what do we, Lauren? What, what was your shit? I have I have a couple. Um. Well, so I I played uh mainly Club Penguin. Club Penguin was very fun. I liked to, like, I don't know. I loved when hockey came around because that was like, like the little skating rink thing, and you could like water around and kick the pucks. That was fun. <laughs> I played Pop, Pop, Pop Tropica, but it was kind of hard as a kid. So, like, you had to, like, complete these missions, and it was, like, in, like, these big worlds. 
and there was a lot that went on with that and so like sometimes you had to look up the cheat codes which was very interesting i also uh i had like 26 webkins oh i had i had a a really concerning number of of webkins like actually it was not good Um, i wish i could go back and see what i named them Oh yeah, have you seen those TikToks of people with like some really yes. funny names? I wish I could do that too, but I, I there's no chance in hell I have like my password and stuff for that. Um, yeah, I was a big Webkins person, big big Webkins person with the Curio Shop and everything. Um, oh yeah, a couple other ones that I'm gonna dig into the recesses of people's minds here. Uh, Neopets was a big one. Uh, Foo Pets. I don't know if anybody else did that. I just have like such vivid memories of being obsessed. And like you had to like feed your dogs, feed your animals. Like it was kind of like Nintendo Dogs, but it was on the computer. And I remember like this is just like the weirdest memory that I am bringing up right now, which is that you could like post in like these forums on the on the website. And one of them, somebody posted like one of those old chain things, like send this to five people or else you know, you're going to die. A ghost is going to come into your room at night. But this one was, you know, you're already reading it. It's too late. You're going to die now, but you can at least save other people by sharing this, which in hindsight, I really don't know how that worked because if anything, it feels like that you'd, you'd be giving it to more people. Anyway, it kept me up because it gave like a date. It was like the next Monday night. It kept me up for weeks. I was terrified. Um, I just have a very vivid memory of that. The other one I remember playing in the mornings, like before I went to elementary school, was uh, Toontown. Mm-hmm. You know Toontown? It's like a Disney one. I I know it. It's um, like with the blue dog. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, those were mine. Um, those were my big ones. Were there any ones that remember, you uh, any other ones that you played? There was like this Tinkerbell game. I remember that. Yeah. Wow. Right? Yeah, you yes. used to fly around and you could like um the only wow. thing I specifically remember was like you could make like silk clothing out of like wow. the spider webs or something. I do um, remember but that. Also thinking about things that I like, did you ever go on girlsgogames.com? I don't think so. Oh, that was a good one. It wasn't like it was like a it was like a website that had like a lot of games, like those random little. Yeah, yeah, but that is that so was funny. a big one. Wow, I love yeah the the Tinkerbell one's good. That is wow, yeah, you really did just unlock a memory. I love that. <laughs> I've been like that's been happening to me a lot lately. I, I I'm really like I saw like this one tweet or TikTok of these girls playing. It was like a game where like you would co- it was like a board game where you would collect like jewelry. Like around, they're like little plastic jewel. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. So yes. that showed up and it like unlocked that for me. Like I remember it so vividly. Um, another one that this is nothing to do with games, but it was a memory that was unlocked like a couple months ago and I haven't stopped thinking about it. They were like these little, like, they look like, like they kind of look like vitamins, like the old like Flintstone vitamins that you would eat, like the crunchy ones. Um, but you would put them in your bath and they would like, make colors in the bath let me wait i'm I'm gonna like i'm gonna show you 
can I share my screen on this? I don't know. Um, or let me do it on my phone, actually. Where's my phone? I'm getting Thai food tonight. Oh, that sounds amazing. It's going to be so, so excited. Oh, my God. My mother just texted me. <laughs> she always listens to these episodes way too late. She just texted, dinosaur date? Question mark. Tell me more. Because on the last epi, I told that story about the dinosaurs and going on that date with that kid. <sighs> That's so funny. I think people from the older generation have such a different understanding of like what a date is. Like You go on one date with a person, it's like, blah, you know, whatever. But of course, my mom thinks that that means that I must be, I must have a, you know, a partner here, which I don't, mom. <laughs> it's just, I'm announcing that to you. I'm not going to text, I'm not going to respond to this text. So you're going to have to wait until one week from watch it, from listening to that episode till right now to figure out the update. The update is there's not an update. That is the whole story. Um, they weren't all, the Crayola ones are just the ones that I saw at the store. Somebody else tell me I'm not going crazy, um, that this was a real thing. Yeah, these bad boys. I never had those. Really? And then you'd like put them in your bath and they'd like make the colors. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, but thanks for that question, Marie. That's good. I love taking a little, little trip down memory lane here. Um, another question from... <laughs> I assume is Bobby. Um, if Taylor and Trav don't work out, who should she date in the NHL and why is it Jamie Penn? <laughs> who she would you want it to be? better? Yeah, than Jamie Penn, absolutely. But who do you think? Uh who could you who who should Taylor date? We gotta find somebody her age. Like we can't be doing these young kids. Oh god. So we're talking like a 30, but then you also have to factor in like somebody who's not married, but like I'll just do it for the purposes, like for argument's sake. I don't care if they're married for this this little thought experiment. She's tall too, so like you couldn't throw her with a Brad Marchand. Like that just wouldn't work. Um I feel like I feel like in NHL terms it would be like uh like a <laughs> like like someone like buried in the fourth line or something <laughs> that yeah, like, like instantly becomes like like once she starts dating this person it's like oh my god i've loved this person for like ever <laughs> oh yeah i could see her with like a sagan like a tyler sagan you know like that yeah. feels on on brand um i was gonna say like dylan larkin but he's way too young um yes, he's young. um like a Stamkos, just here like a Stamkos. That that actually uh, that that could Maybe be a thing. Keep... Or like Victor Hedman. Well, I don't know why my brain is just on the lightning right now. Because <laughs> um, I it's because I dissed them earlier. Um... Ryan Reeves, that'd be fun. That could be fun. Did you hear that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you cut uh, out for a second, I was yeah, like, that was a good yeah, one. I did. Which would, would John she? Tavares. Do, you guys, do you think she would date? Would she date a goalie? Oh, like a Bennington. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then then that would have that would mean that me and Taylor Swift have dated. Wow. Theoretically. Theoretically. Um, the more that you know. Mark Andre Fleury. Blake Wheeler. She can do better. <laughs> 
Adam Lowry. Adam Lowry is so dreamy. I think he's younger though. Um, um yeah, those are our ideas for Taylor Swift. Actually, I think they're all you, married you, though. In reality, what? like if it was gonna be a goalie, it would have been Henrik Lundqvist. Mm. Yeah, right. I would actually love that. He's got to be married, though. But I, if they wanted to date, that would be oh, amazing. Yeah. But that would be like, I would like Let's be so it. into that. I oh my god, yeah. I I, I would ship I, that. if if this is where the NHL went wrong. They they should be looking at this and being like, damn, we should have got Taylor Swift. Right. What idiot? Or like, who else is a fox? Um, Lundquist is is a good one. There's no. Oh, I mean, like Carrie Price. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what you deserve, Taylor. But Travis Kelsey seems fine. If he just shaves that stupid mustache or grows out the rest of his facial hair. I like um, it. I don't. Anyway, also Bobby asked, "You're tasked with casting the new James Bond movie. You need to take. You need to pick a female lead, but their love interest is an NHL player, and the villain is a current coach. Who do you pick?" Okay. Oh my God, this is this is this is a detailed question. I need to read this. Again. <laughs> okay, well, I think villain is a current coach, so I guess we can take Babcock off the table. I could yeah. see Monty playing a villain, like Jim That's Montgomery. I, I was... He could yeah. play the role. You know, like not that he actually is a villain, but like he he could do it. No, no, no. He could do the whole like you don't know that he's the villain. He you think he's working with you, and then all of a sudden oh. he's just like, yeah, yeah. Um, or like like a more a better you know like a torts. You know that's a that's an actual yeah. villain. You know that would would be harder to make it a little you know a backstabbing thing. It would just he would be the villain. Um. Oh, I, I want Rod, um, Rod's got villain energy. Yes, Rod. Brown. Um, if we weren't going coach though, like Sweeney is my villain. He's the villain in my life. Oh, wait, he could totally. Yeah, we should bend the rules for this because I could totally see Don Sweeney being a villain. He's got a Bond villain vibe, you know. D- dude, I literally posted this picture of him yesterday, and it's like, well, th- I posted this one. But, like, look at this man. He could commit so many crimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he has. <laughs> yeah. To me, you know? Um, In my heart. Uh, um, that's a good one. Okay. Um, all right, what about the lead, the female Bond lead? Who's a good actress who could be the first female James Bond? Oh, God, what's her name? I don't want to give like a Scarlett Johansson like that's that's too easy. Um, I don't know how to say is like Haley Steinfeld. Steinfeld. Oh, Haley Steinfeld. Steinfeld. Yeah, isn't she Steinfeld? dating a quarterback? She's yeah, she's definitely dating a football player. I forget who it is though. Oh, he's the he's the, it's the Bills. Uh, I think it's Josh. Uh, Allen. Oh, Josh Allen. Josh. Yep. Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah, I guess I could see that. I picture I picture the the Bond being older, like an older. Who's a good one? Mm. What about like Paget Brewster? You guys know, or is it Paget? I don't know. She's on like, Criminal Minds. She plays Emily Prentice, or like she was also in Friends a long, long time ago. She's a badass. Um, 
like Lupita Nyong'o, like I feel like good to do it. Yeah. Just thinking like bad bitches. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, I could see that. More basic. I could see that. Or Emma Stone. Yeah, like Emma Stone. Does. Zendaya. My queen. Oh, I love her. I love her so much. Um, it's, it's hard because like I can think of people, but I don't. I'm not good with uh, like actors and actresses, so it's kind of like, yeah, I don't remember their names. Or well, who could you see being a, a male love interest from the NHL in a Bond movie? Um, but you gotta do. You have to go with like the trope that they always do in those stupid like male-led superhero or like spy movies which is like it's always like a much much younger woman you know so like you gotta throw in like a trevor zegris or like somebody who like clearly this is not an appropriate age gap except for the purposes of this movie apparently i know you're you're right there always is that it's i feel like i don't watch like i'm not a big action movie person per se mm. i mean i don't really watch that many movies anyways i kind of i keep to yeah, like a, the same five movie. movies if yeah i'm not a big movie them. gal because they also have to be like the ditzy one you know like i'm going with all the tropes here like they can't be like a because like i could see like in my brain like certain nhl players like playing bond like being a james bond like tyler sagan has yeah. the look you know hank glunquist has the look to be like a bond um but I, i'm thinking like somebody who's like, like jeremy swayman you know, <laughs> throw him in there as the love interest. Uh, Wenberg? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yes. Yes. I love it. Um, Maddie Beneers, go blue. <laughs> now I'm just on the Kraken. Um, Lucas Raymond. Joe Valeno. I'm, now I'm, I'm just sticking with teams. Once I find a team, I'm, I'm running with it. <laughs> I know uh, that's what I do. I run yeah. the entire roster in my head. I'm like, yeah. Um, oh, you know, oh, you know who I could definitely see it? Svechnikov for the Carolina Hurricanes. You know what? Yeah, that, that that's actually very valid. But you want to know what I just thought of? What? Uh, not an NHL player right now, but Yager. Yager, that was good. That's the trope. That is that is totally the, the 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 younger woman. But yeah, I feel like I feel like he could. That's a good one. Thank you. I try. Um, <laughs> Nick Suzuki, you know, one of these young mm. Tim Stutzla. Yep, these young studs. Um. Cole Caulfield, I feel like, would nail it. Oh, yeah, he is a little ditzy one. Um, um, Jack Hughes. Uh, Nico, as well. Nico, Nico Hisher, yeah. <laughs> Those are some good ones. I, I think we nailed that. 
that question. Those are a lot of good ones. Right? That, um, that was good. Yeah, that was good. I like I would go I would go see that movie. Yeah, right? Maybe. Um the last two questions, I'm putting them together. Because I think they lead well into each other. The first part of it comes from our friend Jordan Swaymark, three Ys on Twitter. Um, if and when the NHL decides to expand again, where do you think they should go? Atlanta and Houston have been thrown out before as potentials. Um, and then going into this question from our friend Philly, who said, Hi ladies, longtime listener, love the show. <laughs> Let's expand on the teams and mascots questions from last week. If you could add more expansion teams or move teams away from their current cities, what and where would they be and what mascots? So I guess good starting point is if we are to expand. I don't want to get into taking teams away because that's probably what would happen, but I'm not going to do the whole the Jets are going away and they're going back to Atlanta. But places, where are places that you could see a, a new NHL team popping up? I want to bring them back to Connecticut. I couldn't do two teams in New England. I just couldn't do it. I think it would make things fun. Yeah, and I, I like the Whalers. Like I, I, you know, and I don't like that the Carolina Hurricanes can claim that history. But I don't know. I, I don't. Does Hartford have the market? I think. I think a NHL team in New Hampshire would oh, do. Come well. on, be fucking for real. I think they would. Hockey's huge up here. Yeah, I mean, I mean they, New England's they, like prime real estate. Um, yeah. Uh, what, what, what do you? <laughs> I almost said, "What do you want me to do? Put a team in Ohio?" There is a team in Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually, that's a good question. Te- places where there aren't any, like states where there are not a team. So Atlanta is always going to be there, but at the same time, that's been a flop. Every well, not a flop, but like we've tried it two or three times now, and it hasn't worked. Um. Other states that don't have an NHL team. Like, like South Carolina splits sort of the Carolina Hurricanes, even though we are in the very far north, not the very far north, but we're we're well up. Like you'd have to drive several hours to get to the to PNC Arena from South Carolina. Um, Virginia and Maryland, I kind of think, have the capitals already. Oklahoma, team in Oklahoma. I'm all in. Let's Oregon, I bet I bet Oregon has a fine market for it. North Dakota. Mm-hmm. I mean North North Dakota has a good hockey team, college hockey. Yeah, they cut their women's team a lot well like 5 years ago, but what about are there any Canadian cities? I don't know where's Canada. <laughs> I can't name any major cities in Canada that that don't already have a team. But I think that's more a testament to me not being able to name that many major cities in Canada. <clears throat> yeah, I I would feel like they would have to expand in Canada because mm. I don't I really like the markets that are there that are here currently. Like they're there, they're where they are for a reason. I mean, besides maybe Arizona, but <laughs> I don't know. Kind of, yeah. I mean, you know, I think they they did a good job of capitalizing. I think on the best places, I would have said like a team in Las Vegas. I would have seen, said a team in Washington. Um. Oh, what about a team in Alaska? What if they did that? That would be so difficult. It would be so, so difficult. But then again, I mean, they go to Vancouver, 
just a little bit further. A little yeah. bit. But oh, I but don't think there are no, aren't enough people in Alaska, I don't think, to make, to field a, like, a good crowd. Yeah, probably not. I mean, isn't it like, like, at some points, it's dark there, like, 24-7. Also true. Okay, let's say they made a team in Alaska. Uh-huh. What, what would the mascot be? Like the polar bear? Polar bear? Yeah. <laughs> right on the money. Love that. Great minds. Um, that would what about sense. uh, what about if they move to team? All right, let's say they go back to Atlanta. I'll play devil's advocate here, and by devil's advocate, I mean the same thing that everybody's been saying for years. Would they go back to being the Thrashers again? I I feel like they couldn't. No, yeah, <laughs> on principle, I feel like they shouldn't. Like that's kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, they could do like, God, what else? Like the peaches. <laughs> <laughs> their mascot would be a peach, but I don't know what. I like their their the guy who dresses up would be a, would be a peach, but I don't know what their actual name would be. I don't know what else George is famous for. <laughs> Nothing. Football. Like, what about? Is there already? Yeah, there's already two teams in Pennsylvania. Yeah, and that's two too many. New Jersey. That is too too many. <laughs> um, okay, let me think of one state that doesn't have a team. There are only thirty-two teams, and a bunch of them are in the same state. So I don't know why I can't name. I guess like Alabama, Kansas, Arkansas. Like, you can't put a hockey team in those places. Yeah. Could throw another one in Florida. Jacksonville is a prime spot for sports. Like. But then again, like Jacksonville people are the craziest about their sport I've ever seen. But maybe that's just because they only have one, being the Jags. Um, but they go what about Wisco? Ah, that's a really good point, actually. Okay, let's see a Madison team or a Milwaukee team. What would they be? Jeez. Um, Rats. The Cheez-Its. They're sponsored. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good point. I could see them going into Wisconsin. I think that'd be a good market. I think they should have a team in Regina. That's true, honestly, because they are that popular there. The the path. They, they, I'm, I'm not even kidding. That that is pretty popular. No, yeah. Um, what about what about a team in like what about like an Indianapolis team? It's got to be a lot of. Hmm. Hockey fans in Indiana that don't have anywhere to go. Idaho. <laughs> Idaho, no Udaho. Like if you did like a Montana, like if you did like Bismarck. Bismarck. You could do like the Bisons. You know that'd be pretty good. I want them to put a team in Bumfuck Maine. Excuse you. Nowhere in Maine is Bumfuck. Portland oh, would go yeah, crazy. It is. We did have the Pirates previously, so we did have an AHL team. Not anymore. Um, what about what about like a Utah, a Utah team? Immediately no. Immediately no. Yeah, that sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. What if, what if we have a like a, a Carolina Battle of the Borders? Yeah, I was gonna say like you could easily put one, although. 
the least successful team in the AHL. Honestly, I don't even know that they ex- – they might have completely dropped themselves. Uh, the Checkers in Charleston. Or, no, Charlotte. They're in Charlotte. They're in Charlotte. Because um, I think now the Canes don't even have an AHL affiliate. Yeah, they, they don't. Breathe. Um, or, yeah, for a period of time at least. So uh, I don't know. So as much as I would love to see that, I don't know that it'd be successful. I guess you could go further south, like Charleston, like Gamecock territory. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the more that we're like saying this, like, where do you expand? <laughs> I think you ultimately your safest bet is going to be going in a state where they already exist, like Texas, like like Jordan yeah. said, Houston, um, maybe San Antonio. Because uh, there's only one team in Texas, and that's pretty. That's a that's an anomaly in terms of like the other sports have multiple teams. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they could definitely do a team further um, south. Yeah, or you know another one in California. Um, yeah, in like Northern California, like Sacramento. Yeah, well, San Jose is is pretty far north. Um, uh, what other states more than one? Pennsylvania, you're not. There's no other cities in Pennsylvania where you're gonna put one. Ohio, God, please no. Move the move the Blue Jackets out of Columbus, and then we'll, when we can talk. This is true. Um, I say we just axe the Blues altogether. Axe the Blues, yeah, that's probably a good call. Maybe in Indianapolis, but yeah, maybe or another one. Uh, another one. You know, at least the NHL has steered away from doing like what the NBA has done, which is. Oh, I say that, but I guess the Islanders and the and the um, Rangers, Rangers, kind of, but still, they're pretty distinct. Um, but I was gonna say I steered clear of like the Clippers Lakers debacle in the mm. NBA of having two in the same exact city and building. Um, well, this is also like a thing where it's like the NHL has done such a piss poor job of yeah growing the game that it's like do people in these areas even know that hockey exists yeah i maybe that's where we should start before we start expanding let's let's put some fucking marketing out there so we actually are on the map um yeah let's make uh let's make hockey more affordable while we're at it real real period my uh, my goalie pad should not cost a million freaking dollars Yes, I mean that is like I was talking to like my about uh, my ex boyfriend about this like a long time ago about like hockey is a sport of like you have to have money to play it like at least a, mm-hmm. an, a, a, an amount of money like I'm not saying that you have to be nobody come from my neck like I know that people who are you know like don't have a ton of financial resources do still play hockey but like it is one that is really difficult to play because the gear costs so much and you need so much of it, you know? Also, like, I don't know. I've never really been out West at all, Mm. but like how many hockey like rinks are around in these places that don't have major teams around? Right. Like, yeah, that's another, like, even just like, I noticed the difference coming from Michigan um, where there was a hockey rink every fucking 10 feet Whereas you come down to North Carolina and there's 
like one like recreational rink that I know of that I went to. Um, and even though there is a hockey team here, it's still not as, you know, well-established. St. Maine obviously has a ton, whereas, you know, these Southern states really don't. Um, but anyway, well, Lauren, those were all of our questions. Do you have any heartfelt messages to the people that we love who listen to us? Oh, she's thinking, ladies and gentlemen. And anybody else? I thought I had to burp. Wait. Oh. No, I didn't have to. Um, heartfelt messages. Uh, everybody pray for me in these next yes. two weeks. Yes. And uh, if you're listening to this, close to opening night go Bruins go hockey and have, Lauren have fun Lauren what? this what? is our last off-season epi oh my god this is so true yeah that's, that's, that's really exciting we did it we made it yeah the dog days are over next week we are going to be able to talk to you about NHL regular season hockey and I'm sure it's going to be entertaining because something's going to happen. Hell Wait, yeah. How, let's make a prediction. We've already had drama in the offseason. How long does it take for us to get to the first major drama in the NHL? Knowing how we have functioned, I bet it's going to be the day after we record. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I was going to give... I, I think I'm going to give them like... A month and a half buffer. Really? Like, that's pretty that's yeah. pretty good. You got a lot of Actually, things. you know what? Maybe not, because I feel like this Connor Bedard thing might cause some issues. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it will Well how about this? Twitter versus NHL drama. Like like Twitter drama being, you know, mm. like the shit that we saw today that's going yeah. on. Versus like NHL drama being like, do you remember that thing where it was like, no soap operas, just hockey? Yeah, yeah. Like like that kind of drama. Well, yeah, I think that when the season starts, people will be less bored and we'll stop starting shit on Twitter for funsies. Um, so that will lessen. Yeah. But in terms of the actual hockey, I mean, I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in their ability to not have drama. I'm gonna give them a month and a half, like the That's NHL. That's good. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Twitter two weeks. Yeah. All right. So if I, give, I think if I'm put if I'm putting the line at a month, you're taking the over uh, on the first drama. I'll yeah. take the under. I think it's gonna be pretty pretty right away. I don't know what it's gonna be. Something's something will happen. I'm certain. Um. Wow, can't believe it. To think, when we started this podcast, the season had just ended. Now here we are. Yeah, we started a podcast at the worst possible time. We really did. That was kind of stupid of us. But, you know what? What? Thank you to everybody who has listened to us yeah. in these past, you know, months. It's about the it's about the friends we made along the way. Oh, yeah. And now, once once everybody starts listening, because we're going to get a million more listeners, obviously, mm-hmm. you can all say that you've been there from the beginning since, you know, yeah. our days of 
terrible microphones and <laughs> thinking Patrice Bergeron was still on the Boston Bruins. <laughs> 100%. He's 100% coming back, right? Yes. Yes, he is. Okay. All right. Well, with that, everyone, I hope you have the best fucking week. Get so excited. Have so much fun watching your hockey games. Don't put your fingers in beer, but crack open a cold one. And oh, uh, don't forget, you'll see us right back here, same time next week, uh, to entertain you. Go forth. Godspeed. Go and go blue. <laughs>